0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Grateful Thread Podcast, where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. So pull up a seat because you can always sit with us. We're our hosts. I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwells Studio. I I am a music lover. I love all types of music, mm-hmm. and not in the way that people with crappy taste in music. <laughs> <say>. <laughs> On the jar down here, I listened to like Black Street, and then that transitioned into Disney Holes because they're kind of similar. And then that was just like a spiral, and then I went to like Nora Jones, which maybe that is not great taste of music, or it is. I don't know. Don't come at me.
1: Well, I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts, and I love recently hand quilting while watching Ted Lasso. Welcome to 2020, Lacey. <laughs> Apparently it's been out for a couple years, but we just started season one and I'm obsessed. We finally got you on that mustache
0: train. Yes. Welcome.
1: Big fan of Ted Oh, <laughs> um, Hey, so we have a new review and I want to read it to you. Um, it says, my people... I have been over here on my own, working on my projects, not realizing what I've been missing out. I am 42 and consider myself a newish quilter. I am not part of a guild yet, and I have not been successful in converting converting any of my friends to the quilt world. But listening to these two chat about quilting and creating has given me a sense of community that I have been missing.
0: Thank you. Isn't that so cute? Yes. <laughs> when I wrote it up, I was like tearing a little. I know. And she's 42 and
1: just starting quilting. So you Heck can yeah. sit with us. Welcome. Welcome to the Threadheads.
0: Yeah, we'll be... I mean, we share these every episode, so if you want to leave us a super silly one and we like it, we'll, we'll put it on yeah. the next episode. We like reading
1: them. I, I <laughs> screenshot them all the time and send them to Ashley. And... Yeah, we're, like, obsessed with them. <laughs> we are.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> not in a creepy way, just, like, they're so cute to us. Yes, we love them. So mm-hmm. thank you guys so much. Um, we hit that 50-goal and we're recording this a little bit early but as of right now we're at like 72 reviews dang or ratings ratings. i mean yeah so thank you for i mean our new goal is 100 so by the time this comes out we might be be there so help us get to 100 and we'll do another quilt hopefully we'll get the first one done yep fast enough (laughs) before that (laughs) if not we're doing two (laughs) but they're coming um, yeah, and when you share, you can share and tag at the Grateful Thread podcast and do the hashtag, you can sit with us.
1: Yep. We like seeing what you're doing. There's been lots of fun things. Trimming half-square triangles, eating lunch. Yeah. All the randoms. Yep. So. All
0: right. On to our next item of business and that's merch you guys have been killing it Ugh. with the merch orders thank yes. you <laughs> thank you sarah for posting yeah they're actually really fun to see come through and we i mean just from a market research standpoint we love seeing what color is most popular and yeah. that is
1: purple yeah <laughs> which we weren't gonna add we Not added it last minute yeah. because a friend suggested the color yeah we would we were like what would
0: so and so wear we like this color (laughs) and yeah purple and then black yeah so um i have new designs i haven't actually posted them yet but by the time this comes out they'll be up there because i i need this this uh accountability so yeah head head to the website and see the new t-shirts I'm holding myself to this. So. <laughs> you have two weeks. Yeah, I have <laughs> a couple weeks to get this up. Some are for sure. I yeah. think we were like, yeah, you know, so I'll keep we'll, we'll spam the Instagrams. So. Yeah, there'll, there'll be new ones. So if you got one already and you want a new one, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should
1: we move on to our next yeah. item of business? We want to shout out some of our friends yeah. who... Recently, shouted us out, but um, we just wanted to say big thanks to Inappropriate Quilters Podcast. Yeah. Leslie, you're so great,
0: and Rochelle, <laughs> and Rochelle. Rochelle, love you. Our alter egos.
1: Yes, we yeah. um, have gotten a lot of support from them, um, mainly. It started when we did the live a couple weeks ago and I just posted in a semi-weak state of (laughs) the way I was feeling about the quilting community and jealousy and Leslie reached out to me personally and just gave so much love and then she ended up talking about it on her podcast and um, since we since she had did that since she did that we uh just saw a lot of her followers come over and join the thread heads and we just love that they Gave us the little yeah. Well,
0: so. so, if you are if you are a new listener from the inappropriate quilters, welcome. Welcome to the third We are also inappropriate quilters, <laughs> but. <laughs> in a little bit different and way. <laughs> bucket list
1: we should all four get together
0: yeah that could be the putting it Epic. out there yep. leslie let's make it happen <laughs> rochelle just show up and mic mic up and we'll talk we'll all have our microphones and
1: headphones <laughs> and we will just blow up the <laughs> podcast quilting world so thank you leslie and rochelle
0: all right so for today we're talking about spring clean we're sharing a couple of tips and maybe a reminder for some of you that don't regularly clean your machines or oil them. Uh, clapping back to Rochelle just a minute ago. <laughs> like, no shade, um, but I don't think you've been oiling your machine. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have been now, so we're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, most machines need oil. Mm-hmm. I think probably... But not like vegetable oil. Yeah, it's a special, like, mechanical, Mm -hmm. like, electronic oil. Um, So your local quilt shop would have that. I think the, like, disconnect is that a lot of people just buy their machine online or buy it from Joanne Mm -hmm. or the sort... And, like, there's no education on maintenance. Um, Also, like, when you buy an expensive machine, you also, like, kind of dive deeper and want to make sure that your expensive machine doesn't break. Right, right, right. So I think there's that, too.
1: All right. Machines? Yep. So we're going to oil our machines. There's usually, um, like, I know on the Berninas, there's a little, like, red dot right where you just drop a couple drops in it, and you can see the oil go...
0: you're gonna have to show me this i don't think i have a red dot
1: oh you don't i don't think so oh Uh, wait are you putting it on the top on the inside like right under the the, bobbin uh uh, right under your thread plate yeah oh there's a little dot right there
0: i was told that we don't have to do that one anymore really yeah the machine guy said like you can skip that one where do you put it then just uh in the thread yeah,
1: area. like the bobbin. Oh, because when I drop the oil in there, it literally like looks like it's just sucking it all Wakes. up. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. So. Okay. okay
0: well, Maybe I need to do that sometimes or something. I don't Maybe. know. He said you can skip that one. Maybe Dude. I was just
1: overdoing it. <laughs>
0: because i do keep my machine
1: yeah i I overdo it as well i also um will typically so i make sure that i don't load too many bobbins i do like to load bobbins so that i don't have to do it every time but if you load up 10 bobbins you're not gonna do your cleaning yeah i feel like a
0: three-ish two little bobbin donuts yeah like and you just load it up you're not doing yourself a service Mm -hmm. if you're not stopping to clean your machine yeah
1: like every third second or third i will really take everything out um and oil it and brush it and also the canned air is not great for your machine to that Yeah, which I'm still a proponent of using it. I still use it. I just try to make sure that I spray it towards out, (laughs) not in.
0: (laughs) I know. I thought I'm, like, pretty meticulous about my machine cleaning Mm -hmm. and keeping it oiled. And, like, I typically clean it after every bobbin change. Mm -hmm. Like, just brush it out really quickly. Um, Like, sometimes if I'm deep in a project, I won't, and I'll skip it and whatever. But, like... Most of the time, I'm every bobbin change. I'm just yeah. doing a quick little brush out. But I have thought I was doing great, and when I got my machine service last year, the guy told me that he hasn't seen very many dirtier machines. And I'm like, I literally clean this like <laughs> like, like every other day, probably when you? I'm sewing a lot. Like every bobbin change. Like, <laughs> and I think it was because of the canned air. Oh. Cause it was like just getting pushed back yeah, there. So oh. it was like a mullet, like you can't clean in the it front it. and <laughs> just a party in the back of the machine. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. So don't give your machine a mullet. <laughs> Take care of the whole thing. Don't use, Don't use candor. Don't use candor.
1: They also have uh, little vacuums, like little tiny oh, yes. vacuums
0: mm-hmm, um, on Amazon. Do you remember we those little like lint lizard things uh-huh. that would attach to your vacuum? Like, so satisfying. <laughs> you yeah. need one of those for your machine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, awesome. So use those too.
1: Um, yeah. So yeah, that's what you do with your machines. Um, should we talk about tools? Yeah, this is a good one.
0: Yeah. Before we talk about stash. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. okay. If you recently bought a new rotary cutter or a new ruler to replace old ruler or old rotary cutter, why do you still have to get rid of the first one? Get rid of the old one. Like, unless you have it specifically set aside for when you go to retreats or something, which I think a lot of people do that. I just don't have the space or travel with my machine enough to like need yeah. that second set. I wonder if you could get like a tote box for your second set to put
1: with your machine that yep. goes with you to retreats too. You know, just that extra organization of, yeah. My um, retreat hack
0: is I have a art portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so it's like wide and flat, like you put oh. art like paintings and stuff yeah. in or like Blueprints and stuff like architects would use, mm-hmm. and I can fit my like 18 by 24 cutting mat in there. Ooh. I can fit my big wool pressing mat in there, and then all of my rulers fit in there that's too. That's a good idea. So, and it's like a little bit padded, and yeah. yeah, it even has backpack straps. That's amazing. Yeah. You think I'm going to art class? I'm going to the retreat. <laughs> Just kidding, going to quilting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I get, I get compliments on it, and I'm like, yeah, I know.
1: I'm a genius. You are a genius. <laughs> That's a good idea. But yes, minimize your tools. Yeah. Get rid of stuff. Get rid of... I also learned recently that your uh, seam ripper, it
0: dulls. Yeah. You need to regularly replace your seam like ripper. Like, there's a reason why they're $2. Right. Because they need to be replaced. Frequently. Yeah. And if you are buying a cute, fancy one from a like trade show or a quilt show, make sure that the tip can be removed and replaced, too. Oh. I think that's yeah. something I've not purchased before because mm-hmm. it's like, it you can't replace the tip of it, and so you just throw, end up throwing away a twenty dollar seam ripper that's beautiful. Yeah, the beautiful, beautiful, like burl wood seam ripper, mm-hmm. but like it's useless once the thing dulls. Mm-hmm. So okay, that's really good to know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I think we're kind of minimalist, so, like, it's probably hard for us to be like, just clean out your stash, guys. (laughs) Right?
1: Right. We are. We are definitely minimalist in that way.
0: I think, like, we talked about stash a little bit in the previous episode. Maybe, Mm -hmm. like, was that the fourth one or something? That feels so long ago. (laughs) Um, But I think... I think you need to figure out what your, like, balance of, like... Mm -hmm. What... I don't know. What, what word am I trying to say?
1: Balance of um, keeping the stash full and plentiful and creative. Like, you want to make sure that you have stuff to use when you want to use it. But then also,
0: don't buy everything. Yeah, like like our friend uh, Johnny said that you'll hear from soon. He just... He was like, yeah, you're not going to use that cool fabric in 5, 10 years. Like, right. I think if you're not going to use it in the next like six to six months to a year like just don't buy it and if you if you think about it after the fact you can probably always track it down on like ebay or etsy or something for sure well on
1: instagram you just yeah. post a picture and unless have...
0: it's the ruby star sorry in <laughs> parchment or natural with black stars then you're never gonna get your hands on it ever ever again right. and you should have bought the whole bolt <laughs> It's fine. We're fine. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Ruby star. We need the...
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. Uh,
0: (laughs) I think that was like my unicorn. I was like, dang it. Should have bought so much yardage of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it is like, um, it's mind clearing when you can go into your studio and workspace and not have this stuff that, I mean, I, I have fabric that I kept for, I've been quilting for 10 years and I think I have some fabric that I just the other day was like... I don't
0: need this. Well, I de-stashed like six years ago Yeah. and your mom just used it did a quilt with the fabric that I gave you like six years ago. Oh my gosh. And I was like, is that from Lazy?" And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that's from me that's from six years ago. Yeah. Like at least it has to be older, I guess. Yeah. Cause that would have been eight years ago. Yeah. Lucy's age, but I de-stashed it. Six.
1: Well, and not only that, like who I was even two years ago, like visually and artistically is nothing what I am now. Yeah. Like I'm way more into the grunge and the moody and maybe in two years I'm going to be into happy and pastels. You know, I don't know what that looks like. And I don't want to end up with a tote full of black fabric if I'm never going to use it.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's specific like two newer quilters mm-hmm. if you've been quilting for a decade and you've oh, yeah? had the same style the whole time don't go
1: for it for sure grab the fabric you'll use it i'm sure you will <laughs> my mom well my mom's stash yeah i mean she's got that whole wall but she can go in and she knows what quilt she wants to make and can just make it with it yeah you know and so yeah you have the stash and yeah. you have the month
0: funds for it yeah and i think like deciding what your favorite part of the processes is important too like for me the fabric pull is my favorite part oh, in the design it. it's like <laughs> I would just skip the rest of it and just...
1: So you would rather have, like, a smaller stash so that you have the opportunity to go get something new. For sure. Like, I'd rather just
0: go pick new fabric every time than, like, uh hoard and then use it, which is, like, basically how my stash works. It's all prints, like I've said before. Like, I don't think those will really ever get used, if I'll Uh be totally honest. Like, yeah, my holiday ones that I plan to make a quilt of, those will get used. But uh my, like, little bins of, like, prints probably not like right right and there's not a lot of them i just collect them because i like the design of them and appreciate like like the art that went into them so i just kind of hold on to them and get inspiration from those but and then you have the experienced quilters who know what they like right
1: they do what they do and and their quilts all look the same and so yeah use your stash because that's what you love about it
0: yeah, and combining special fabrics from quilts that you made for one person that you love with another person yeah. into another quilt is like kind of a cool
1: thing. Um, yeah, Vanessa did. My aunt did um, a quilt for. She made masks in twenty twenty, and then yeah. made a quilt with all the remnants of the masks, and that was really cool.
0: Yeah, that's really special.
1: Yeah, like
0: what a weird time. Yeah, we commemorated. Yes, Ted Lasso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why wasn't I watching Ted Lasso in 2020? It would have been way different. Because you
0: didn't listen to me (laughs) when I said, this is your husband (laughs) with a mustache. (laughs) That's awesome. Um. All right. Um, So, de-stashing. I think once you get your stuff kind of sorted out and what you want to get rid of, there's a bunch of different things that you can do with it. And I think people reach out to me all the time I don't know about you but like yeah. probably once a week I get like where should I donate this <laughs> yeah I recently did too yeah and it's kind of like well you need the context of the person for me like I know the refugee center here in Salt Lake but pretty well and so I know that they have like sewing needs and what those needs Mm -hmm. are it's probably different everywhere else but like that's a great option Mm -hmm. if you have a local refugee center that could use those I know um like even just for them to teach they're I'll just say women because they're almost always women yeah um those skills it's like such a helpful skill for them they can turn around and like make money in their community or get hired as seamstresses or Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. it just gives them a lot of opportunity (laughs) and to get those supplies donated instead of having to use their resources is really helpful for them right
1: um, you can start a traveling treasure box with your guild, oh, yeah.
0: which we have in
1: the guild. I haven't had my hands on it yet. Yeah. Oh, no, that's your northern. Is it your yeah. northern guild? Yeah. yeah. We need to do one in our
0: Celtic one. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. We It's basically like one of those cool foldable teacher carts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like a little pop up suitcase handle thing, and it's just a little cube. Um, and we filled it with our fabric, sta- fabric scraps from everybody in the guild. And I mean, I'm a nerd, and I went through and sorted everything <laughs> by color. <laughs> so we have a warm box and a cool box. <laughs> sound like my oldest child yeah i'm your daughter (laughs) you are (laughs) but we so like one person can take this box and has all the reds and browns and oranges and the other box has like the purples and blues um but it's really fun to see what people make some people take the box and like sit with it all month and then like the day before the meeting they're like oh shoot here's a block (laughs) (laughs) but like i made two full quilts with some cool like remnants and stuff that's cool One was an improv and one was a, um, our friend Carly Porter has a business and her business had like these just like, I think they were samples or maybe a misprint, but they looked really cool, like little fabric swatches. And I just like made them into this cool ombre quilt. Um, but once we finish the quilt tops, we will have them quilted and then we'll donate them or auction them off. So great. Um, and then those proceeds will go to help our guild fund stuff, like cool speakers or opportunities. So, well, then the fabric gets used. Yeah and it's cool like even just the people that do one block eventually there will be enough blocks to build a whole quilt orphan blocks yeah yeah it's really cool
1: that is really cool you can just also take it to your guild meetings yeah that's what our which is
0: essentially yeah our guild does yours and mine ours Um, ours love it (laughs) We love them so much. Yep. Um, I do. like almost every meeting somebody just like shows up with a box or bag and just like plops it on the table and people sort through it and then you can donate it after. But it's fun to like get those people the opportunity to look through it. Awesome. Um
1: else. We can, when in doubt, you can ask a teacher.
0: Oh, yeah. If you know a teacher, I'm sure they have connections. Or if their classroom specifically like can't use ec. them, yeah. they know, like, the home ec teacher or, or another e- teacher. Um, yep. Our friends, uh, Tara and Sam, they both have after-school sewing programs. I think I mentioned them a couple episodes ago. I was, like, yeah. just so impressed with them and, like, inspired by them doing that for the kids that's in their so school, cool. like that's so cool like they get done yeah, with work it. and then just have more sewing time or like more time with kids optionally for fun like to teach him to sew yeah like they're <laughs> actual saints so wow if you that's know a incredible. teacher like that or maybe there's like mm-hmm. a your local school and that's been something on your mind you could potentially <laughs> start something like that um yeah
1: it starts with spring cleaning your scraps, and it ends with teaching kids after school. <laughs> 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 um, you can always bundle your, um, use the Instagram and Facebook and bundle your fabrics and sell them on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. You can always. I actually have a friend now, who um, is bundling and selling for Aeros tour tickets, <laughs> Taylor <The dealers> Swift <laughs> tickets, which is kind of cool. Fun like She's too. got she's got quite the stash, and so it's kind of cool that she. You know, gonna awesome. do th- fund that but um, you can sell it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. My suggestion if you go that route, um, like reselling or anything, would be to just like curate your scraps. Don't just like mass photo on Mm-hmm. facebook marketplace or wherever you're selling or ebay or whatever that's a good idea. um and like number and try to sort that way just like make a bundle with enough fabric that could like make a quilt top right and, and sizes then, and make yeah, sure like, like it's kind of all the same size yeah, and, mm-hmm. same colorway. things that go together well that like you would appreciate pulled for you that's a good idea yeah and if that's difficult for you pull like grab a friend and have them uh-huh. help you like, right make just little fold bundles. it yeah. yeah that's a great idea and it makes it more affordable and more likely to be purchased too like mm-hmm. you know 25 30 bucks for this bundle of fabric that's a great deal rather than three dollars for one thing that where like, I don't really want that. Right. Especially when you tie in shipping to that. Like, right. even if it's a yard for $3, you're going to have to pay 4 bucks, <laughs> And then it's like, is that really that good of a deal? And worth your time to get it online and right. deal with it. But so that's a great idea. That would be my recommendation.
1: <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about, um, I recently spring cleaned my studio because I am in the midst of remodeling all of it. So I took everything out and I have quilts and mini quilts. That yes, have been do. in a closet for years. What should I do Lots with those? Lots years.
0: <laughs> you should get rid of them. Yeah. If they're not serving you, you should get rid of them. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Even if you just have, like, your friends and family over, and you just say, hey, pick a thing. Yeah. And they want it, like, great. They take it home, and they're loving it on behalf of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, like... It's just impossible to expect to be able to house and place all of those things.
1: Right. And, and again, going back to what I was as a quilter six years ago in swaps and getting gifts and it worked for me then. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't work for me now.
0: Yeah. I think a way to like even reframe the swap game is to just like walk into it thinking I'm going to get a cool piece of art from like an artisan Mm -hmm. and like it's going to, I mean, I'm, it's not actually free because you still have to make yours (laughs) to swap, but it's like you're getting this really cool handmade item that you couldn't probably in another way. Um, and you can walk into it expecting to have a gift, rate right, for somebody, like, oh, yeah. or love. And, like, That's a good you don't idea. have Ooh. to keep it. Mm-hmm. And you can be clear with, in, with that in your yeah. expectations at the beginning. Um, or you can just live by that. Like, when you mm-hmm. get something new like that, you can choose to give it away mm-hmm. or gift it to somebody that you know. Right. And it doesn't have to stay in your or give it
1: to it, or give it to an art class. Yeah. You know, they can hang it on their wall. Yeah. I, I got one that was a coffee cup, but like that could work at a coffee shop somewhere, yeah. you know, that maybe fits a little bit better vibe. So
0: don't keep stuff that doesn't serve you. Yeah. It doesn't have to go in the trash. You can find a new home for it. Mm-hmm. But I think Yeah. And I guess Along those lines, maybe we should also say, like, we just need to be a little bit less sensitive with mm-hmm. where our things end up. Um, yeah. I know it's like a hot topic mm-hmm. and hot debate about like empty quilts being cut up and that kind of thing, or like being donated. But somebody that's making quilts that beautiful probably made hundreds in their lifetime, right? And so their family probably didn't disrespect this one quilt. They already have ten. That's so true. And so the one that they de stashed Mm -hmm. was probably in the worst shape. The less one. So like I think we need to think about it like that. Like those quilts were not one offs. Right, you know, like right. The, the one-offs, the families still have those. Right, yeah. And like those were special, and those are probably being preserved. Like there, mm-hmm. for all the quilts you see being cut up, there are millions in mm-hmm. people's closets and storage units. Like, yeah. It's just like, I think, I think people got a little bit protective, and like rightfully so. Like we don't right. want to do like endangered species <laughs> <laughs> list for the quilt. <laughs> right. <laughs> But I think the perspective is, like, those quilts are being loved in another way and, like... For sure. In that form. So, you know. Mic drop. I love it. Boom. All right. I like um, it. What so. else? Oh, just... Even your quilts. Like, your finished quilts that aren't just, like, your swap stuff. Like... Yeah? I know your aunt, like, pretty regularly <laughs> asks mm-hmm. people over. and She's like, pick a quilt.
1: Yeah. Take a quilt. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's really hard if you're a quilter, which... I'm guessing most of you are. To this. I hope Except so. For my dad. He does. And Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> my neighbor. Are <We're> like four <laughs> listeners that are my family or your friends yeah. <laughs> listening to our podcast. <laughs> Um, like I think we all have quilts just kind of laying around and Uh we know how much it costs. And it's hard when people ask us to make a, make a quilt for them Uh because we know how much it costs and we know they can't afford to pay $500 for this quilt. (laughs) And we feel bad making them pay $500 for this quilt, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like we've made these quilts for no reason. some of them right and so like those quilts can be gifted and you didn't have to put in the labor of like making somebody else's wish come true yeah um i don't know that's something to just think about if you have a hoard of your own quilts right Right. label them first yes label them label them and then give them away just have a like free auction to your friends and family like that's a cool way to Honor your craft and the time that went into them, and just at least get a little bit of money back. Yeah, to like or yeah, or just give them for free. Like, yeah, you can give them for free now, or your family can give them for free to the thrift store. It's so true. Like, it's true. Those are your options. Yeah, you can give them specifically to people that you love now, Mm -hmm. or let your family do it when you're gone. Yeah, same with your stash. Like. Like, your loved ones do not want to dig through that when you die. I promise promise. you. They don't. don't. Like, they're not going to want to dig through 20-year-old fabric. No. So I think think it's just really easy to obtain. But we just need to be a little bit more mindful of what we are collecting and what we're purchasing, too. Mm -hmm. And what we're making. Yep.
1: I love it spring clean spring clean your space and tag us yep. oh, we want to see your hoardy spaces <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. horty spaces we <laughs> want to see hoardy that. spaces and we want to see befores and afters hashtag you can sit with us um but you got to make space you can clean with us hashtag you can <laughs> clean with us yeah you can, <laughs> you can sort with us <laughs> We just, that's what our next t-shirts will actually be. They'll It'll just be a whole series of like, you can sip with us. You
1: can gym with us. I did that the other day when I was wearing my t-shirt. You can sit with us. You can cut with us. <laughs> my aunt, uh, my aunt, when we were at QuiltCon, she actually sent me like nine texts of <laughs> you can airport with us and just everywhere she was, she was. <laughs> so thanks Vanessa for that one. <laughs>
0: Right. I think we're done with that. Uh Well, I guess if you have any other ideas, like all of our episodes, like we're just not going to get to every single topic. So yeah, if you have some cool, important ones, send them our way via email, email or on the website
1: under the contact tab. Yeah. Yeah. Through that. That's the email, right? That's the email. (laughs) I mean, it is email, but it's
0: like, oh yeah, it's, it's not like an email for them. It's a contact form. Yeah. It's an email for us. (laughs) Um, and if we get enough, we'll put them all together in another episode, do like a part two, or we'll just share them on the internet. Interwebs? Yeah, on the interwebs, on the net. On the net. On the line. (laughs) All right, let's move on to what we're digging. Um, we have we done what we're digging for?
1: We haven't because we've had a couple interviews, and when we do the interviews, we try to give the interviewee, yeah, as much time as possible. So it's yeah. been a minute, it's been a minute. Well, I guess like our, a
0: couple episodes ago, probably. Yeah. But, oh, well, um, it's been a while because we haven't recorded one of these episodes for a while. Topic episodes, yeah. It's um, been a while. So,
1: do you want to share what you're digging? Um, yeah, I'm digging going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> So proud of you! And yeah, that's where it is. I mean, I was in the fetal position last week, but you know what? We're making it. We're making it through.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Thread and Therapy podcast (laughs) for for getting me into therapy.
1: (laughs) No, I I love my therapist, and she is helping me with a lot of things. And it's a big, big year of growth, which is terribly difficult, but. Really good and I'm happy to have her to navigate. Yeah. So it's super cool super deep. What are you digging? Um less
0: deep, more superficial. My new Juki. Oh yeah. I joined the club I don't remember the numbers I'm really bad at that like cars and airplane models and like the model of things like I can never remember the name so it's it's the one that pretty much everybody has (laughs) I had to join the dookie junkies um yeah I'm super excited people messaged me and were like what are you gonna make (laughs) I was like probably nothing for the (laughs) next month it's gonna sit in a box because I get overload when i have new technology or like new machinery mm-hmm. like it it will literally sit for probably a month in the box which is it's sad i know but like i need to have the time in my mind or energy mm-hmm. to like be able to sit and learn the new things about it otherwise like the prospect of getting frustrated with new machines or new technology always prevents me from starting mm mm-hmm. Like, that's why I had an old iPhone for so long.
1: That's so funny because I feel like I jump in, like, I am all about it because I'm going to learn this and it's not that hard. And then I get, like, six hours in and I'm like throwing the table and then I put it away
0: yeah it's hard being paired with your brother because he like truly loves that and like he loves that feeling of like having to learn a new new buttons and all the new things and I'm like I just want to swipe up to get out of here but yeah (laughs) that's that's my machine woes Um, Um, that's where you relate to our
1: experience quilters
0: yeah where just don't give me anything new yeah I just I don't want anything but I mean I did that with my Bernina too so I know I will get into it but and then just, it'll be second like just that's how yeah, you do second it nature Second like a nature yeah it's just it's not even a fear it's just i don't have time to learn the things yet yeah I get a little bit more time to be frustrated than i can learn it. you can
1: that's funny i like setting up but then i get bored like i had the long arm and i got in really quick and then i was like <laughs> okay this is hard i thought i'd do it <laughs> like all I by now. break. yeah <laughs> all right guys that's our episode we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode and thank you so much you can find us on instagram at the grateful thread
0: podcast or myself at messy Quilts, and you can find me ashlyn at urban dwell studio don't forget to check out that brand new merch that i will have listed by the time this (laughs) airs that's where i'll
1: come in and keep you accountable the admin side please
0: do (laughs) and instagram you can share what you're up to while you listen podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Ashlyn Downs and Lacey Messerly. Our sound engineer is Nicholas Downs. Don't forget that if you're digging this podcast, you can help us reach our five-star rating goal of 100, and you can take a quick moment to just bump those stars up to five on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Um, If you want to leave a review, we will probably share it in a future episode. Um, If you don't love it, just send us an email. Don't give us a crappy rating, please. Contact tab. Contact tab on our website. (laughs) Bye, Bye, Threadheads. Threadheads. Email us your complaints. (laughs) (laughs) On the contact tab. Yeah, (laughs) on the contact. (laughs) Shoot. Dang it, this fell down. I made like a loud, scraping noise. Alright, do you wanna go to the next animal business? Yes.